Well, hey, I have the privilege this morning of introducing our new series today and two wonderful friends of the Maddoxes, uh, Wally and Phyllis, who will be uh, co-teaching today with Barb and Brad. And today we're kicking off this brand new series called Bullseye, where for the next four weeks, we're going to be focusing on marriages, on singleness, on addiction, and on families. And so today, kind of what you may be uh, listening to and looking at might be a little bit different than what you're used to, and that's okay. Um, Today, we're specifically talking about marriages, and this is one that may be extremely relevant for you as they're going to be sharing stories of blended families, Um, and then it also may be irrelevant for some of you, and that's just as important because uh, it is important for us to understand either where others are coming from, or how to walk with different people who are coming from that place. And especially for the topic of marriage, it is such a touchy subject, not just within the church, but within the world today. And for those who are my age and younger, we've asked the question, what's the point? Why even get married? And so as we talk today, and as we look at just the importance of having a marriage that honors God, what that looks like and things that play a role in that, You may hear something that might be a little bit touchy for you, and that's okay. Uh, You may have some struggles within your own relationships that may uh, cause you to, you know, feel some some tension, and that's okay. We want to invite you to lean into this conversation today. Whether you are married, whether you are in a blended family, whether you are in a broken situation, you're grieving, you're hurting, whatever the case may be, so that we can better walk with one another as a church community. And so would you all give a warm welcome to Wally Phyllis, Barb, and Brad. Wow. Wow. I've never had that before. It must be be you guys, because I don't ever get applauded (laughs) for. That or they're just glad Jordan's off the stage. I don't know one or the other. But hey, uh, well, well, welcome to Wally Bridge, everybody. Um, My name is Brad. I'm the lead pastor and one of the teaching pastors here. And uh, I'm really excited and scared to death, obviously, about today. But... um, for those of you who don't know, this is my lovely wife, Barb, right here, and some very, very dear friends of ours, uh, Wally and Phyllis Hall, and um, we have walked together for quite some time, but I just want to add on a little bit to what Jordan had said about, about this series, and even what we're talking about today, because we're going to try to cover three different kinds of subjects today. We're going to talk about blended families, we're going to talk about divorce, and we're going to also talk a little bit about marriage, and we'll see how far we get it in all of that, but... Uh, I ask you not to check out. Maybe you know, you're know you in this nuclear family and you don't think anything about blended family, but I think there are pieces and nuggets here that each and every one of us can, can draw out of this. And the other thing about this is you all know people. As I sat back in the back today and watched people walk in, I, I know many of your stories and, and some of the blended family situations and, and some of the grieving that's going on, even with, with um, some very hurting relationships that we have in, in church right now that we've been praying for. And so some of this may even be a little bit raw to you, that you hear something that we talk about here, because we've been through this for 20-some years now, and but we have been there. We've been through the brokenness of marriages and, and the hurt, and, and I want you to understand that we see that, and we feel that, and we know that, and we've experienced that, and we would love to walk with you in any way we possibly can. So there you go. So I want to just start off with, I want to introduce you again to, to Wally and Phyllis, and, and just tell everybody a little bit about your story. Uh, we've been married 25 years. I would, I guess, carrot in their 25 delicious years. <laughs> Carrots? <laughs> Carrots aren't delicious. So, I, um, is it Jordan? Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jordan. And Brad spoke of uh, leaning into it. 
Some of this might be kind of touchy, so I'm just going to go in right Absolutely. there. Absolutely, you go. And uh, a note that I had made, and I didn't know I would have an opportunity to say this, is because of Jesus, because I'm a follower of Jesus, I do not have to pretend about anything. Okay. Even at times when the most important relationship on my earthly existence doesn't satisfy, when I think I'm feeling disappointed, I do not have to pretend about that. How's that for an opening? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Huh? <laughs> but I think he wanted to hear more about, uh, we have five kids, <laughs> no, five grandkids, no. you know. I'm not going that deep. Did I how scared I was about this? <laughs> <laughs> he knew, he knew when he asked Maybe Phyllis better answer that question. <laughs> yeah, so five kids, five kids, lots of grandkids. That's right, 12 grandkids, and uh, they keep us busy. We have. Uh, kids in Reno, Nevada, Tampa Bay, um, really? Peru. <laughs> <laughs> so we're spread. They're spread all over. Yeah, yeah it's cool. And I, yeah, the very first time um, we had met Wally and Phyllis, uh, we at the church we were attending at the time, we started a blended family support group because we were in the midst of this, and it was just we didn't know how to navigate it. I mean, you know, we were thrown into this this thing. How how do we do this? And I'll never forget. Well, and 30 years ago, no one in the church yeah. talked about whether if you yeah. were divorced or um, these aren't your kids. Right, yeah, so it, was, it was a real challenge back then. I mean, we were it, looking for that support. Yeah, divorce back in, in, in that day, I mean, I mean, I would never have been able to, 30 years ago, have the position that I have today because yeah. of being divorced. Right. And it was just, we were the black sheep of the family, if yes. you would, mm -hmm. and tolerated, so to speak. So we started this little support group, and I'll never forget the very first time. Hadn't met Wally and Phyllis before, and Wally walks in. Tell, tell that story. Oh, they're talking about a word he just, Brad just used, challenge. So I was hearing, there's challenges, there's prayer requests, there's opportunities for improvement. And I'm thinking, I'm living in a train wreck, you know? I mean, there's, everybody's hurt and damaged and twisted. Yeah, he, he comes in, he says, you guys keep talking about this blended family thing. He says, I'm living in a train wreck, and, and I just need help. Yeah. And, and that's, that's where we were. And, mm -hmm. and we were there, we, we cried, we, we prayed for each other. We were yeah. in, in situations that just um, were kind of un, unbearable. So let's just talk a little bit to to some people who may be in that situation right now, you know, and especially with young kids and, and, and blended families and, and things, and, and just some of the things that you guys, how you've navigated some of the challenges and what have you. You can pick anything you want to talk about, but whatever, whatever's on your heart. I think one of the things that um, became very evident early in um, the divorce and separation and remarriage was when the kids would go from one house to the next house, different rules, different, oh, yeah. you know. I remember say, you guys saying, we, we used to have to tell the kids, key in, you're in a different home now, we don't do that here, you know. You can't um, say, don't do that, that's wrong. In any way, put any negative light on the other family. You can just say, it's different here, you know, it's, it's time to uh, yeah. remember where you are and um, go from there. And kids are very resilient with that. Oh, yeah. They go from school to home where there's two totally separate rules. I think often what we do is we blame behaviors on the fact that it's a blended family or dad's over here or mom's over here. 
and maybe they're even just being teenagers or toddlers or whatever. Right? Yeah, and I think that's a key for those of you who are trying to raise this blended family is, especially, I would say, <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, but when you get into the teenage years <laughs> and, and you think, oh my gosh, what, what is going on here? Mm -hmm. And, and it, it's honestly, they're being teenagers. Right. Whether it was a nuclear family mm -hmm. or a blended family, they're just being teenagers yeah. and you've mm -hmm. got to navigate that. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say, they're, you know, we put our kids in a situation in a blended family that it's not, it's not what we would have chosen. Right. Um, and it's one of those things that we've just got to try to, to work out the best way that we possibly can. There was uh, a time when we sat down with our kids and said, this isn't what God planned. We shouldn't be together. This is not the way it is. It's supposed to be. Really, I should be with your dad. He should be with his wife. And we should be raising you as a nuclear family. But this is where we are. So we're going to go from here. And we're going to do the best we can from right, here. Right, exactly. And, and there's, there's so many things. And I, and, and I think one of my, <laughs> that I always tell people who are, are starting to navigate this whole thing is, and it's a frustration for me, is that when we raised our kids, how old were our kids when we got married? Because I can never know remember this. this. You yeah. should know this. I have no clue. Four, six, seven, seven, and eight. Who would do that? I mean, that's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. So, that just shows. Do you remember? I, I had some teenage girls. Whatever. I, I married a woman with four kids. I ain't afraid of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, so we were, blending, you know, again, blending this family and and what we had to look at, and, and, and I tell people all the time, is that these are our kids. Yeah. This is not your kids yep. and my kids. Yep. And I think that is an incredible distinction. Yes. Did, did you guys feel that way? I mean, absolutely. And oh, yeah. how you navigated yeah. oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I want to springboard off of that. For us, it, for us it worked. We did the same thing with our money. Right. Mm -hmm. that's, that, you know, that's an important aspect of being, absolutely. being married. We did, yeah. They were our kids. It was our money. Our so, money, our home. It's not on the agenda that I, you know. <laughs> it's a carrot. I never figured we'd get very close to this agenda, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> True story. Uh, you should know better. I love you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it is. It's one of those things that, that, that and, and when I hear people talk about that, I think you guys are heading for trouble. If you, if you don't understand that I'm as responsible for this family yeah. as whether they're biologically mine or not. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we tried to approach it. There are pitfalls, I mean, there, there's challenges to that. Uh, honestly, I had a conversation not too long ago with, <laughs> with uh, somebody that was in a blended family and they were really struggling with one of their teenage kids. And they happened to tell me, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> and I said, oh yes you did. You yeah. absolutely signed up for this. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is part of the, the, the deal. Yeah. This is not, a, this is not a, something you get this is our family. It's also not to say that everything is rosy. You're going to love all these five children because, like it or not, um, those Brad's twins just turn the knife. And you don't have as much grace for yeah. their mistakes as you do your biological children. Now, Long story short, that corrects itself, it but does. still. And it's part of recognizing that. All right, talking mm -hmm. about it. It's a big deal to talk about it. You don't have to pretend about anything. Right. We used to, we used to say, uh, I don't love your son. Or I used to say, I don't love Riley yeah. like I love my children. I, 
you know, I, I'm working on it, no. you know, but I don't love him. I'm not bonded, but he's my son. And he thinks you do. And he thinks I do, yeah. yeah. yeah I treated him like the others. And, and again, part of that is just recognizing that whole thing. And I tell you, and, and being able to be honest, because I think sometimes we almost overprotect the kids and we don't want to talk about uh, what we put them through. One, because we feel bad about it, and also because we don't know if they can handle it. They need to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Because if they can't express their feelings back, yeah. there's a lot, of, a lot yeah. of problems with that yeah. also. Right. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> the other thing that happens, just it, and we'll move on here to divorce in just a second, because we'll go something lighter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I miss you. There's also this, this, this power struggle, I think, sometimes that we have, and, and we put either willingly or, unwill or unknowingly our kids in the middle of that power struggle, because we're trying to get back to our ex, because oh. we've got this baggage and, and, and stuff. And, and I'm telling you, that, that is very dangerous. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to address on that? I don't know if we do it purposely. There's a... Um, there are some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a hurt that goes on. And while we're processing the hurt and the anger, I, I, they get in the way. When the parents shoot at each other, the kids get hit. Yeah. 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 And it's hard. Yeah. And it's hard. Yeah. yeah. And, and I tell you... Um, and again, we did not do this perfectly. I'm sure you guys would say you didn't do this perfectly, but you, you do the absolute best you can. And, and we did everything we could to try to, to not only have a united front in that, but, but work that family to the best of what was good for the kids. Mm -hmm. And I think the best example of that, and it's something that as I look back now, it's even more powerful than ever is, um, Courtney asked me, everybody never could figure out who kids were who. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was just great. But Courtney, um, stepdaughter, asked me to walk her down the aisle when she got married. And I, it was, it was <laughs> one of the most precious moments of my entire life. With her father. Understand that? Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Her, yeah. No, you're good. No, you're good. It was taking so long. But, but, but think, think about this. Her, her wow. father, wow. her biological father said, that would be fine. And I look back now and I think, what kind of man does it take that is to be able to say, this is not about me, this is not about my power, this is about what my daughter wants. And we right. walked her down the aisle, the both of us. And I look back now and think about Tom and, and man, what a statement that was for him of what's important to me is my daughter. Right. It isn't about my pride, it's not about that. And I'm thinking, if we can wrap that up in these blended families, I'm telling you what, that is where we got to get to. Yeah. How many years did it take to get there? I don't have any idea. <laughs> right. oh, and do no, we, I, that's not, a it is a journey. It, it really is, is a journey. Do we, Tom used to pick up the twins, Brad's biological kids, because our kids wanted them to go to the lake with him. Who does that? The, your children are the only ones, they see right through you. They know if you're ticked at him. They know if you think it's his fault. They, they know all that. So why not talk about it with them? And, uh, so that would change the unit of measure from how many years did it take to how many battles did we go through? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and, and you're right. I, I, I'm sure, I, I don't know. Well, it was probably worse with Courtney was how old when we got married? Six. Six, yeah, I can't do math. 
and eight, seven, I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they're probably yeah. <laughs> She's right there. Where, Who's busy? Right, <laughs> Twenty-two, so sixteen years. Yeah. So, and I'm telling you, some of those years in there, that would have never happened. Yeah. But right. I'm just saying, it was amazing to watch that progress and 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 that actually happen. And and I honestly don't know if I could have done that, you know. So I was just I was just proud of all that. But that's again, that's the ideal that we're you're you're looking for. It's about the children. It's about how can we yeah. we make this thing the best right. that we possibly can for the next generation. For, for the next yeah. generation, absolutely. And we're dealing with this more and more and more. Because we messed ours up. You know? It's true. Yeah. I can remember saying that to Brad's ex-wife. Um, you know, really, I don't like you and you don't like me, but unless we are going to mess up these children the way we were messed up somewhere down the road, uh, we have to work together. Yes. Right. Right. End we're, of story. We're all shrimp in the same gumbo. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, sure glad you guys are. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you write? Did everybody get that down? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what it is. Anyway. Uh, any final thoughts about just blended families and things? Yeah, we're good. We we killed that. One. We covered it all. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sure. yeah. yeah. Everybody's gonna be great. We we got it. Um, let's just you know, marriage is hard, and and we we know that, and and so let's just talk a little bit about divorce because sometimes I think when we talk about marriage and we talk about these things there's some of that 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 because we've been through the divorce that we don't feel good enough able to talk about marriage relationships and things like that first of all talk about your feelings of on divorce itself I don't like it yeah. <laughs> it's it really it's not God's plan um, it leaves a trail of hurting, well, well, the train wreck, you know, it just leaves a trail of hurt behind it. Um, my first husband, I hope nobody knows him here, <laughs> but my first husband had an affair, and not only is there just a divorce, it's like the person that you gave yourself to for years, and they were the center of your life, says you're not worth fighting for, that you and your kids, your family, are not worth staying. And it is devastating. It's devastating. And it takes, I was still healing through our marriage, you know. I was still healing years and years after, because that is, that's a, that's deep and scarring. Yeah, absolutely. And I do have a tissue. And, and it is. I, I think we would all say that this was not God's plan from the beginning. Yeah. Um, the the thing that's amazing is that God can redeem anything. Absolutely. And um, but that doesn't give the excuse because divorce, in our opinion, is still sin. It is still wrong, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And if in a perfect world, I think we would all set up here and say that God's plan intentionally. Mm -hmm. regular plan for us was to be married to our original spouses. Right. And it's, um, it's transitional to say, what did I have to do with exactly. yeah. that whole thing? It, it was to someone looking from the outside in, they're seeing um, a man Poor that cheated Phyllis. on his wife. Poor Phyllis. Yeah. I had a part in it. 
I did not respect and love him like I should have. I did not fulfill needs that he had as far as companionship. And, and so it wasn't obvious. I looked like the good church Christian. I was the leader of the women's group and a Sunday school teacher. And, you know, I, I looked good. But let me tell you, I had a part in it. I, I did not uplift him in prayer. I did not, I did not love him as the Bible teaches you to love your husband. Right. And, and I think that is very, because we, we all have a, a piece of pie, no matter what happens in relationships. <clears throat> and we actually talked about this on our back porch the other day. Mm -hmm. And we said, but that does not give anybody. Permit that didn't make what he did right. That's correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. but, you know, and we want to put that caveat in there. Yeah. But we do, and I think that's one reason why we are so passionate about marriage. It's one reason why we're doing this series, is, is that we want to get it right. It's why when someone comes to any of the staff here, the pastors here, and want to get married, we, we go through as much as we can, um, you know, premarital counseling, and, and do whatever we possibly can to make this under, them understand the, the sanctity of, of what marriage is. And because we get it wrong, and it's hard, and it's tough. But we just can't and I, I think that's what I would have loved to have heard. I don't know if I would have heard it, but if you can't look at the problems you have and strategically solve those, that's, this is what it ends up as. And if you're divorced, you're going to repeat it if you don't do that. If you don't do some self-examination. Some self-examination. And, yeah. and in... I tell you, I can't tell you how many times I, well, if he wouldn't say this, or if he didn't do this, or. Yeah, and, and, and there's one more thing I think we, we need to throw in here too, is if you, you know, none of us would recommend divorce no matter what it was, man. We fight through this thing as, as much as we possibly can. There are some instances, you know, if you're not safe, if abusive relationships, things like that, then, yeah. Yeah, we, that that's safe. a whole different ballgame. Yeah. But we're talking about something that, that it's different than, than that. And I think also, you know, you, Barb, you touched on this, and, and we're going to throw this. I heard this on a podcast, James, you want to throw it on the screen here. It says, we repeat what we don't repair. And then I heard that, and I thought, oh, man, so many things in our lives, not just marriage, but, you know, all kinds of things. But this is one of those things, we, we repeat what we don't repair. That is so true about you. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Here we go. Here we go. That's how it starts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it is. And, and, you know, you watch people, whether they're married or not, they go from relationship to relationship, and they always think, well, the next person's going to be different. And the person needs to be different is inside of here. Right. And, and I can remember um, when Barb and I started seeing each other and, and knew we were going to get married, it was, we, we did everything we could to try to fix what was A. And we read books together. Actually, she read yeah. books to me because I don't read <laughs> And uh, we'd be traveling somewhere, she's reading me, you know, and it was just this, this self-awareness of things that have gone on and, and things like that. Um, just, what do we, yeah. Very thinly, I, I approach that. Uh, you'd mentioned a couple of minutes ago about coming to the staff or, you know, and doing marriage count or pre-marriage or, yeah. um, you have friends that can do this. And you might even be the friend that, that can do this. You, you, you have intimacies built with people that you can speak into their lives. That, that's biblical. 
we are to do that. That's that's the church. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. um. And we talk about here all the time. It's community. It it is community. And yeah. Why it's important to show up. It's why it's important to be here because you may be going through a situation that you can walk through with somebody else. And that's why we're here today. You have three or four good friends that know how jacked up you are. <laughs> you know, and yeah. you, they can speak to that. I mean, if you don't have to pretend. I want to read a, a verse um, out of Romans. It's Romans chapter uh, 12, verse 9 and 10. And we're going to read this, and we're going to move into just talking about marriage itself. Okay? And here's what it says. It don't just pretend to love others. This isn't talking specifically about marriage, but I love this. Don't just pretend to love others. And I, I wonder how many relationships are out there just kind of pretending, just walking through the motions, thinking that everything is okay, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, really love that. Hate what is wrong and hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. And I think that in itself there, honoring each other. And that's, when, when you see a marriage that is honest and they're honoring each other, they don't talk negative to each other, they don't talk negative about each other, even in a joking, sarcastic way, that is... <laughs> <laughs> Each situation is totally different. (laughs) (laughs) And then it says this in verse 11, never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. And I I just think, you know, take those and just apply those to marriage, man. That is absolutely absolutely the groundwork that has to be there. It doesn't make it work in some ways. It doesn't make it work like hard work rather than work, it's going to work out. Yes. And, and I tell you, you guys, as we've talked about marriage, and you guys have a, 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 a passion for marriage. You've led marriage retreats and marriage yeah. counseling stuff, and not counseling, but, but yeah. seminars and whatever you call it. And we're still jacked up. Yeah. Would you, yeah. You yeah. And, we're still, and you're still a mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but you work through it. And one of the things you said the other day was um, you fake it till you make it. Yeah, I don't like that term. And I forget what how I put that in context. What? Oh, it's. It's behavior modification. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's yeah. fake it till you make well, it. Well, yeah. for instance, if um, one of his needs is, um, say, words of affirmation, um, that might not come easy for me. So I have to learn to do that. And so at first it may seem ingenuous. Ingenuous? Disingenuous? Okay. Yeah. So I... And so it, at first it's going to be like, I am faking it till I make it, till it becomes natural for me. I'm training myself. Um, so that's one way. And that's, you can, that's yeah. exactly what, this, what that verse says. Right. And, that, and I started working at it, recognizing that. And that's half the battle is just recognizing yeah. there's yeah. work to do here. This isn't just going to be all butterflies and whatever else yeah. it is. Set your pride <laughs> down. Yeah. And, and, part of, and part of it's just a, a pride. Oh, yes, pride. Oh, man. Um, Talk about fighting holding hands. Oh, yes. I hated this when we first got married. I don't know. Go ahead. Take it. No, you can. No. Well, he he let it, obviously, because I hated it. Um, He he would say, let's sit down and hold hands. We'd have a disagreement about something, and we'd sit down, and he'd make me hold his hands, and I wouldn't look at him. And then... But Wally's then, of course, kind of weird gets, that way. <laughs> but, <laughs> then he gets real mushy, and I yeah, have to look at him. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. But 
we would fight holding hands. I mean, it, I, if I don't have to pretend about anything, then it's, and also I'm not afraid to fight with you about this. Okay. You know, we, so maybe fight is too strong of word, but it's, we'll have an impassioned discussion. But we're, we're gonna, we're not gonna, maybe we will not straighten it out right now. I am committed to you. It gives us a reminder that we are connected. We are connected and we're not going to let that connection am, break because we disagree about it. I'm going to fight with you about it. Yeah. And How's you're that? on the same side because the marriage is more important than your individual oh, being man. right. Yes. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. And that's hard for me. That like is to be right. way hard. You do like to be right. I do. I, do. Well, I admitted are, it in front of, of everybody. Time. Does that make you happy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's only it's, the times that you guys don't get that you're yeah, wrong. Right. Until you come around and say you're wrong. Yeah. You know. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> One of the other things we talked about was you, you talked about you know that everything you do impacts your yeah. spouse. Mm. Yeah. Everything. It sounds silly. How does everything, you know? But whether I have an ice cream or whether I go do the dishes, it it, it affects you in some way. It will. Yes. Do you have any more? Yeah. A better one? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Tell us a story about you saying what's the big deal. Oh. Oh, I said what's the big deal. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, okay. Here we go. Watch the mic. <laughs> so, Wally is sensitive he he everything's connected in life everything he does impacts me I mean these are things that he lives and I happen to be a little bit more laid back I came into the marriage with four children so it's just like okay so they made a little bit of a mess what's the big deal everything is a big deal now yeah yeah so he was he was single and living by himself for years. and, and years. And so, yeah, it was, what's the big deal? Everything. <laughs> Every it, day. That was our first fight. <laughs> I did not hold his hands. <laughs> and and I'll, I'm just going to brag about on you guys as we kind of wrap this up here. Um, I think one of the keys to any relationship, I don't care whether it's person to person, whether it's in a marriage, what have you, is out serving each other. You know, Jesus laid down his life, he said, show the disciples this is what it means to love, is that you love in a way that you lay down your life for someone else. And you know, we can go to Ephesians and talk about submission, but what I think Paul is talking about is that we are to submit to each other. Mm -hmm. and. If we can get to that point and we can lay down our lives for each other, that is, that is the key to any successful relationship. And you guys serve each other. Don't do it perfectly, but you look to serve each other and, and lay yourselves down. And that's what we have admired for so many years as we've watched you navigate everything and some really tough stuff. And, and I just think that is the basis of, of when it comes to marriage relationships, whatever it is, is that we have got to get to a point that it's a you-first attitude. Mm -hmm. It's not, yeah. I'm going to love you if you love me a certain way. It's, I'm going to love you no matter what. No matter how long it takes for the other person to do it. Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. it's, you know, well, I've done that for a week now. Well, <laughs> yeah. And, go ahead. We, um, 
the series that we teach on, it's called His Needs, Her Needs. If you haven't gotten the book or read it, I recommend it. Um, it's about meeting each other's needs. And if just one person is on board meeting the other person's needs, you just keep at it. They're going to respond differently. If you're yeah. meeting a need that you know you haven't met before, they're going to respond differently. And uh, there's always, uh, always hope, always. But, but you also have to know them well enough to recognize what the need is. Yeah. Exactly. Or even myself, I need to know what my needs are. Yeah. Because everything is a big deal. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming and, and sharing today. I was looking forward to this and, uh, you know, it's just cool. And, and hopefully you've sent something, maybe you've gotten a nugget, maybe you've got a, just a piece and it just takes one little spark, one little thing that you pick up to say, you know what, I need to do this. I need to be better at this. I need to go down this direction and it can start a forest fire that will change everything. Yeah. And that's what we're here for. And that's what this series is all about is is how do we do this thing better? How do we do life better? And being connected is, is the way to do that. And so if there's anything that any of us can do at any time, whether you're battling with, with this uh, situation where marriage is tough and maybe it's heading towards a divorce, it's blended family, what have you, we want to be here in a community to yep. help you navigate that in any way we possibly can. So to that point, uh, would, are we available? <laughs> Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's not anything we've discussed, but yeah, yeah we always I, are. So, uh, I'm to <laughs> you hold my hands. <laughs> I, knew, I knew I could throw them under the bus sooner or later. <laughs> Let's see how they navigate this one. Yeah. So, uh, people come Absolutely. into our lives. People come in and out of our lives. You know, we don't see each other every week. No, no. But we are, we are in and out of our lives, and uh, and we we walk that journey for a yeah. while. Absolutely. A long while. Absolutely. Awesome. Hey, let me pray for us as we close today. Father, we just thank you for who you are. And uh, we know how much you love each individual here. You, you're the one that developed relationships and, and marriage, and you are at the center of all of it. And God, I don't know every story that's in here, but we know there are some, there's some hurt. There are relationships at risk. There are train wrecks, not only in marriages, but in families. And Father, we just pray that you will help us to help navigate those things. We want to put you in the center of everything that we do in our marriages, in our families, God. That is where it's got to start. And we just pray for healing. We pray that people will just do the hard work that needs to be done to repair and just to find hope again in their lives. So, Father, we just give you all this, and we praise you for it. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being here. Um, hey, if you're a guest here, first time, we would love to get to know you a little bit better. And, and, and Kim and Jordan will be in the back. We've got a little box, a gift for you there, and we'd love for you to walk on on that. Thanks so much. You're not going to want to miss next week. Kim's going to be up here talking and uh, carrying on our, our series, Bullseye. Thanks so much for being here. We'll see you next week. <laughs>